Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Horwoodell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how's it going? Baseball. 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 We are back, Chris. The baseball season's here. The Phillies are going to drive me crazy throughout the entire year. But overall, baseball's just back, and it's nice to have. Well, and you were at the game, at the Phillies game last week. Yes, I, I was ill last week and wasn't able to do the show, but I ended up taking... I, I, dude, I went to bed. I've never gone to bed this early in, in my adult life. I was in bed by like 8.30 multiple nights last week trying <laughs> to make sure that I could get to opening day. And buddy, was it worth it. Absolutely stunning. Stunning to be out there. The weather cooperated. It doesn't get much better than opening day baseball, buddy. And you started a fairly large brawl in right field. I did. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Jeez, maybe I'm still sick. Um, but last, you know, I started off in left field. Absolutely obnoxiously long bathroom lines. Uh, shout out to the uh, scumbags who would go in the exit door. I'm not pointing uh, the fingers at other co-hosts on the network, but I might be pointing fingers. So I walked really? around. The st- that's that's uh, messed up. Right, listen, buddy. Dude, you can you can address this on a on a different show. Okay, so not uh, only are you telling me you, who you're not pointing fingers at, but you're also telling me which one of them you're not pointing fingers at. I would never, I would never tell you that. Um, but but so yeah, I had walked all the way around the stadium to, which is apparently my usual thing to do at Phillies games. But uh, I walked all the way around the stadium and, yeah, got to right field. And I figured, you know what? I'm going to walk down in this section and start a giant fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you had to defend Bryce, uh, Bryce Harper's honor. Oh, God. Uh, Mr. 071? No, thank you. Mr. That bum. Last season reigning MVP. Trade that bum. Boy. Absolute bum. I, sadly, I think you're only like 45% kidding. No, I am kidding. I, I'm kidding. It, it's it, it, I I enjoy doing that because I, there are just people in my life who you can do that to, and they take you dead serious, and they come back at you with stats like, "Are you, are you look at this and this and this? You're gonna tell me this? You're gonna get, you're gonna give up already? Four games into the season? Now, no, Don, I, pre- I think four is enough to tell. I was prepared yesterday at four nothing Mets in the seventh inning to fully write this season off. Summer oh, baseball I was, was canceled. For that text. <laughs> summer base. I was I was sending it just to other people. <laughs> summer baseball was canceled. Uh, there was not going to be any fun in South Philadelphia for you know a, a number of months. I may or may not have sent how many days it was until Eagles training camp out uh, when it was four nothing Mets. So listen, they were th- those texts were coming, uh, but I'm also reserving that for uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, the play NBA playoffs are starting as well, so. NBA you know. playoffs have begun, Gregory. Dude, I don't consider I hate to play in games. I think it's the dumbest. I think it's the dumbest. You think the manufactured BS of the NL and AL wildcard games is bad? 
I the NBA play-in games is the biggest joke of all time. I don't know, those, I don't understand why you hate it so much. Who cares? Give because it's just manufactured BS for money. It gives That's it. it gives more teams incentive to actually care at the end of the season, and that makes for better basketball. I don't I don't believe that. Not that, believe that not that last time I looked at it, the first game tonight was particularly competitive. The Nets were up like forty. On the Cavs. And I know the Cavs are missing Jared Allen and Mobley's hobbled, but come on. Like But the the Nets were missing um what's that guy's name? Ben Michael Jordan Simmons. Yeah, right. The big the, the bigger joke on everybody. In our, I mean, listen, both sides lost that trade, so it really doesn't matter, but it's just it, it's just I, I the NBA is so annoying. It's so annoying. I can't stand it. I'm be if I'm going to be perfectly honest. It's a 12 point game right now. Can you believe that that Ben, with the career threatening injuries he suffered in Philadelphia, is is finding a way to potentially play in the first round to fight through all of that? I know. I mean, what a hero! Crazy. I I, I couldn't imagine overcoming. <laughs> The, the back injuries uh, that he suffered, I don't know, I guess being Simo the Savage on PUBG. Yeah, um, the fictional yeah. back injury he suffered from not playing basketball this year. Didn't play once. Didn't play one regular season game. Absolutely bizarre. But, Absolutely just. But hey, I get it. He probably hurt himself pretty badly that one practice where he just didn't do anything competitive. It must be the cell phone. You can't carry a cell phone in your pocket when you work out, Chris. That's Everybody knows that. That that's a rookie mistake. Throws the balance mistake. off. Yeah. Oh God, what a joke! I, I the NBA. I I I remember in the middle of the season talking to you about like, man, I've been really enjoying the NBA, and now I've gotten to this point in the season where I just hate it, and it's because it's because my team stinks. It's because my team stinks, and that's just the way it is. Fifty-one games. Yep. Yeah. Great. The center we'll see, should uh, be the MVP of the NBA. He, he set will the not record be. For, no, he won't be. He set the record for the most forty ten games in NBA history. Which is another reason why I hate the NBA. It's just an, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, Jokic, who apparently nobody in the media gives any credit to, had a had a good season in his own right. I will say that it's fine, but it wasn't as good as Embiid's. I, I'm sorry, it was it different. Wasn't. I mean, two more rebounds a game, uh, which is really I would say the surprising stat, and uh, what three more assists a game. Only four points fewer. Jokic that is matters. They, do you know how many? And I, I, I don't know who to credit for this, but I heard it on a podcast. I listened to too many. Um, centers to win the scoring title, like it's like Shaq and David Robinson. Yeah. It's it's been forever since a center won the scoring title, and that was a different so, era of basketball. A much different era. That's it. That's the argument. It's over there. Like, stop with this. I hate, I, oh God, the NBA is such nerds. Why are sports nerds? I just screamed into the microphone. I apologize. Why, <sighs> why is sports just all nerds? I hate it. Look, I mean, I'm frustrated by it too, but, but Jokic is really, really, really good. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not good. He's very good. And the situation is, though, that Embiid had a better season. Jokic is the better player. That's not a question. I don't. I don't know what better player means. The other. The other intangible is the defensive side, because Embiid is an you know infinitely better defensive player than Jokic is. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that part too. He is. He actually makes an impact on defense and matters where Jokic doesn't as much. And Jokic, you know, intentionally found someone and made them miss time. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, that wasn't great. Although anybody who takes a cheap shot at a Morris brother gets a gets whatever vote I can throw their way. I don't I don't God, like I the Morris brothers. I think that they're I, I agree with you. I think they I think they are basketball hardos, which is annoying. But it's it's to me, to me, you can't do something like that and be rewarded. I'm sorry. I'm going to use this as my narrative. Okay. Well, narrative is important. It, not, but yeah, apparently because the narrative flipped with about three weeks left in the season and Jokic is your MVP and that's where we're at. Yeah, there's a lot of money to be made for those people who had Jokic uh, a month ago winning MVP. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of money. I'm sure his odds were ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Embiid got all the way up to plus 150 at one point. And I think I think uh Joker was like minus 300. Or yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean, the yeah, other I way know around. What you mean. Having a hard time. Uh, it's been a long know. week for everyone. Yeah. The series will be interesting though. I'm fully expecting an unbelievable game from Harden game 1 because he's had time to rest and then that's going to go away. doubt it every time Harden has had time off he's come back with a huge game uh, yeah that that one day in between each playoff game uh, you think that's enough no no I don't I'm talking about the literal first game of the series uh, well that's fine that's it doesn't matter it's Raptors and six buddy they close it out in Toronto Matisse Thibel becomes the ultimate scapegoat I'm not saying I'm scapegoating him but I, th- I think people most certainly will uh, and Doc Rivers stays on because of that. So oh, I don't think and then Doc, we just, Doc Rivers is not going to be the head coach next year. You literally have the superstars talking about how bad, how bad a job he's doing. Repeat the cycle, buddy. Doc Repeat will not the be the cycle. head coach. Doc will be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers uh, next year. That is the most Doc Rivers agent put out story I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't think so. That story's been out for a while. Yeah, and when it was put out, it was right when the Sixers were really kind of struggling and people were questioning Doc. It's weird how that timing works. But the thing is that LeBron wants him or Mark Jackson because they're just going to do whatever LeBron wants to do. Doc is actually an ideal coach for LeBron because he doesn't play the bench. What are you talking about? He plays our bench like crazy. Well, not, not deep. Not, but he plays the well, bench. Yeah, okay, fine. He he does make subs, but he doesn't go deep into the bench. How's that working out? Very well. I, I and which, which is what an asshole. He's that the comment after the Paul Reed game when he finally plays Paul Reed and he plays great, and he's asked, you know, well, will he see any of DeAndre's minutes in the playoffs? And the response, like any coach. Brett Brown would be like, he would spend three hours talking about how great Paul Reed is. Doc is like, we're not going to go on a Paul Reed victory tour. We're trying to win games. I have zero problem with those comments. Zero problem. Paul Reed's not the answer. He's not. not DeAndre Jordan's not the answer. No, either, but don't take a fair. shot at your player for no reason. It's not real. I mean, he's being, he, he, I will say he is being brutally honest, which doesn't come off well but in he's, today's but he doesn't world. But do, he doesn't do brutally honest. I, I, I he know. does smug and, self, and self-serving. 
Well, I mean, the worst the, the worst Doc moment ever was the would you ask Popovich? That was the worst. Well, no, because I have respect for Popovich. <laughs> uh, you mean you mean arguably the top three coach of all time in the NBA? Yeah, no, I wouldn't ask that. You're right, Doc. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, and like if if that was me who he said that to. I would be like, no, of course I wouldn't ask that to Pop. That would be rude. Now let me re-ask this question. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I hear you. I, I kind of agree. Like, with why that. do you, why do you ask? Apropos of nothing, why do you ask? <laughs> oh man, I the Sixers seasons. I the fact that it ended up going down in flames is so ridiculous. What went down if they're the four seed? They have, yeah. mm-hmm. they're and and they're on the right side of the. Uh, Right side of the bracket. Yeah, everybody loved that Hawks matchup too, buddy. Loved uh, that not, Hawks that, matchup. First of all, the Hawks or the the Hornets are not going to beat Miami, so it's going to be Miami in the second round. But Bam going to eat lunch. I would. Jimmy ra- Butler going to eat people's lunches. I would and actually, to be fair, he'll be eating Scotty Barnes's lunch, and he'll be eating Pascal Siakam's lunch because this Sixers team is not beating the Raptors. It's not happening $20 friendly bet absolutely done I almost said something even more ridiculous that I could never back up you want to make it a $50 unfriendly bet (laughs) (laughs) oh god I this listen I'll gladly pay you $20 to see this team then lose again in the second round to Miami that now that would be priceless Uh, I think they match up pretty well with Miami but I I the teams that were really that really scared me are the Celtics and the uh, and the Bucks. Well, luckily well, you get Brooklyn, this, quite frankly. Well, I mean, how could you not? Uh, that Ben Simmons revenge factor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I mean, the reve- the revenge factor is Ben shooting like ten threes, that would be wonderful. Listen, I yeah. I, listen, I enjoy being overly negative about the Sixers because I, I can't stand their fans. And now that the, the you're every one of year, them. I know, I but I'm not that fan. I'm not the fan that does all the BS with every player and every this and every that, and then no matter what, everything becomes someone else's fault, and we just never realize the fact that that's this just isn't how you win in the NBA. Now it's just not how it is, or we don't have the team built to do it. We don't have the team yeah. built to win in today's NBA. It's not how it works. And believe me, I bought fully in on Harden, but I was always, always a guy who was wary of it, whether it was last year. And even though I said, hey, we should have done this last year, I was always wary of Harden. And injury, old, combination, whatever it is, it, this this seems like it's a marriage that's that's doomed at a certain point. I mean, what is your definition of doomed, though? Let's not complete and utter failure. Let's not <laughs> pretend like, uh, you know, James Harden came came here and he averaged like four points a game. He didn't. He came. He averaged twenty one points, ten point five assists, and seven point one rebounds. Now That's the how. shooting percentages are not what we wanted, but he averaged like he flirted with a triple double on the average. But that's and my he's point. the best passer ta- this team has had in decades. Mm, yeah, I'll give you the assists and making guys better. Uh, but the shooting percentage being where they are, that's the biggest concern. You're you're brought in and I know he was never a guy that was a 
knockdown three-point shooter every night, like night in and night out. No. And it's always streaky, and it's more about just getting up a thousand shots versus you know versus being precise with things. But it is, it is just a terrifying prospect that there's a chance this guy gets some sort of max extension at 34 years. Well, the hamstring's clearly an issue. He's not getting the lift that he's had. He doesn't have any kind of first step right now. So we just, you know, you just have to hope that, that he takes care of himself in the offseason and gets healthy. And then as, as long as that hamstring's okay, I have no doubt that you'll get 65 good games out of James Harden next year. He sure seems like a guy that takes the offseason seriously, so... Yeah, I don't know. I do think that there's been something of a change here. I think his attitude's been really, really good. Uh, you know, he's he defers to Joel. He he does strike me as he's in a place where he wants to win. So, you know, we'll see. Because this is, at the end of the day, this offseason is going to go a really long way for his legacy. One way or another. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just... I wish we were in I wish we had ended the season in a much better situation. It would there would be real positivity. I feel like this town and as a sports town is so down on the Sixers that it's like there's no hype for them being in the playoffs. I'm sure it exists and I live in a bubble where it's it just doesn't come across my desk nearly as much as it may have in the past mm-hmm. in my younger days, but it it feels like no one cares. Like zero people care about this about the this upcoming playoffs, and the expectations couldn't be lower. Couldn't be lower. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just your own pessimism. I very well could be. Very well could <laughs> be. What are your picks right now? So let's go through this. Um, Hawks. Uh, Hawks. Hornets. Who wins it? That's the play-in game. Yeah. I think the Hornets are better than the Hawks. I think the Hawks overachieved really badly last year, and this year kind of exposed some of the issues that they have. Yeah, uh, and I've loved this Hornets team for for all of the, the pretty much all year. Uh, I think that Hornets team. I think that Hornets team takes that. They're fun. Uh, Nets, Cavs. Well, Nets. I think they. I think they win that. Nets. Uh, Nets. Hornets. Well, I guess that's that's irrelevant. Sorry. So Miami, uh, other play, other playing is Pelican Spurs. Will we th- will we see Zion? I can't imagine. Um, His stepfather take... said he's going to play again this year. Cool. Uh, I'll take I'll take the Spurs. I don't know. Pelicans are playing really good basketball. CJ was such a good fit for them. Um, oh shit! I forgot about CJ McCollum. <laughs> uh, let's change it. We'll go back. We'll go Pelicans. And Timberwolves, Clippers. I like the T Wolves. I don't. I think the Clippers are sort of paper tigers. I don't even know if they're that. Timberwolves figure well, some stuff yeah, out. PG three's back, baby. P playoff P. Oh yeah. Well, that'll then it's fine. Uh, Suns, Pels. Suns. Mavericks, Jazz. Uh, uh let's go to Mavs. You let's think break up the Jazz. You worried about Luca though? Eh. May no. or may not be playing. I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure he'll suit up. It's the playoffs. I don't know. That look. That injury looked pretty bad. Uh, Warriors Nuggets. That's that's real fun. I love. I've loved the Warriors since day one. Warriors. It is. 
Clay looks like he might be Clay again. It's going to be a real problem for the rest of the NBA, big guy. Yeah. Um, Memphis, Timberwolves. Man, is... Uh, that, that Memphis team is so much fun. Yeah, they are. Jaws like just the, one of the more enjoyable guys to watch. Bigger Allen Iverson. Yeah, let's go. The, let's go Memphis. Heat Hornets. Let's go Hornets. You've already. Wait. Yeah. So how does how does it work? So the playing games, all you got to do is win, and you're that seed. Yeah. But the Cavs play twice if they lose to Brooklyn. They would have to play the winner of the Hornets. Yeah, uh, there's a loser, but I was just ignoring that. There's okay, a loser bracket. Right. Yeah. Well, well, the loser bracket means the eighth seed, doesn't it? So it'd be Cavs Hornets. Yeah. If that's, I don't know. The plan's the plan's dumb. It's so dumb. God, I hate it. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I, but I, I really, I was sorry. I wasn't, wasn't really worrying. I'm just assuming that the whoever wins that Hawks Hornets game probably wins. Uh, the second it, game against the Cavs. Wins the second game, right? Um. Yeah. Let's go Hornets. Or not, no. Wait, what was <laughs> wow. the matchup? It's Heat Hornets. One seed versus ten seed. Oh, yeah, Heat. Sorry. You've given your thoughts on the Sixers Raptors. Uh, Bucks Bulls. Bucks. Bucks easy, too. The Bulls are trash. Uh, this just, like, it's hard for me to feel bad for the Celtics. But they're going to get the Nets in the first round. Oh. <laughs> Brooklyn, Katie ain't losing in the first round. No, I don't think so. That's that's just bad luck for the Celtics, man. That is just real bad luck. When it, getting a team that's probably the best team in the East. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Not good if you're a Boston fan, and potentially just overconfident, which I'm sure like, like every most Boston delusional fan Boston fans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Suns, Mavs, Suns. Warriors Grizzlies. That's fun too. I like the Warriors. Uh Sun Suns Warriors. I like the Warriors. Okay, so Warriors the uh Western Conference representative. Correct. Heat uh Raptors. Heat. Bucks Nets. I like uh I think the Bucks are more complete than the Nets, and I think they take them down again. I think it's Bucks. Okay. Bucks Heat. Uh, Bucks. Bucks Warriors. Warriors. So Golden State Warriors are champion. We're going back. We're going. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. The the, the injury bug in the finals cost the Warriors the last time they were there. We are we are going back and we are reclaiming our our championship. Uh, us, the Warriors, Warrior Nation. Oh, congrats, buddy! Mm, thank you. That's a big one for you. They they always send me a ring. It's I appreciate it. I me mean, and Steve go way back. The absolute least they can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Steve Kerr knows how many basketball cards of his that I had. Yes, yeah, because you keep tweeting at him. <laughs> I think I have one. I think he made an All Star team once, and they had there was a Steve Kerr All Star basketball card, and I'm very confident I have multiple of them I'm somewhere looking- in my parents' house. <laughs> so your parents have multiple. I'm looking at odds right now, 
and uh, I would ignore the whole if you, if you're a warriors guy. Well, I guess exact odds you can get warriors over who did you have the heat? Yeah, no warriors over bucks. Warriors over bucks. Well, let's see, warriors over. Oh, that's Western Conference matchups. Excuse me, no, am I, I thinking know. of? Anyway, you get really good odds if you take uh, right now state of winning team California plus seven hundred for the NBA. I'll take finals. that. Yeah, that's a that's a nice little payday. I'll take that all day. Maybe it was Mark Price. I have a Mark Price I shirt. I can't remember. I I, I had to go and get. Did you confuse Mark Price and Steve Kerr just now? No, I'm trying to think of a card and what it looked like, and I remember what it looked like, but it's what the, I don't. I googled it, and nothing showed up as to what I would consider. So, you know, it's just the whole thing. <laughs> Baseball cards, basketball cards. I had so many of them, and none of them are worth anything. Oh so. my god! Uh, we have to talk about something when we stop recording. But um, sure. Uh, baseball cards, yeah, all worth nothing. I yeah, I I can't tell you how much money I spent on like baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards, wrestling magazines. I would love to have all of that back. It'd be awesome. It would have so much more money. <laughs> if only I would have had the foresight as a ten-year-old to save all that money, and then in 2010 invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> You'd be a rich man, my friend. Be you would be a the, rich man. I would think one of the richest people on the planet, quite frankly. It'd be so good. Get Bitcoin at like point zero 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 one. Uh, yeah, you'd be very, very rich. Very, very rich. Doesn't, uh... Yeah, see, I, 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 I never paid attention. I had a buddy who was not... Not like not that that early on, but definitely are in on these types of crypto things years ago, like yeah. several years ago, and would always talk about it. And I, we'd laugh at him and be like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, leave me alone. I'm not <laughs> investing in whatever b- fake gas that you're talking about, which is what we nicknamed Ethereum. Because um, it sounds like, yeah, Ethereum, petroleum, ah, fake gas, lol. Uh, so we would make fun of him, make fun of him. And it's like, man, if I had just, you know, not messed around for like a little bit earlier, and I probably could have made a decent amount of money right now. Dude, just look. And at one point, like if you would have invested $5, you'd have, you know, like well over a billion dollars or something like that. Uh, well, that, I mean, that's way, way back. I yeah. we're, we're talking, we weren't that far back at this point, but yeah, no, you're right. It's crazy. I just want that. But now. But well, but now it's all now everything is this NFT thing, and I consider most of those, you know, I don't, and it's not because I don't get it. I fully understand how it works and what the point of it is. I own several dozen NBA Top Shots. Uh, it's just I, 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 it's, I several dozen. I can't imagine this fad staying this this long. No, I, I just so can't. Like, I don't think so either. I think. The one crypto that has long-term potential is Bitcoin, and only if uh, it's it's more centralized, which ironically goes against this whole principle. Every single thing that it's yeah, about, it's more centralized and uh, and more widely accepted. Which I, I which I think is probably the way it goes. By the way, we'll see. We'll certainly see. 
as someone who uh, has a decent amount of money in Bitcoin, I've just really needed to be like worth a million dollars tomorrow. <laughs> it is it is crazy watching it go up and down, like just watching it over time, just up, down, up, down. And I like, had to stop looking. It, it drops making myself like, crazy. It'll drop like $15,000 over the course of like two days. And you just like, ah, look at this. And like, ah, but it, it'll be back. And it eventually rises back up. I really wish, uh, what's that guy, McAfee? John McAfee. He's the guy that, yeah, he's the guy that said he would eat his own pants or something. Well, I think he used something a little bit more uh, provocative. Well, John uh, McAfee's got dead, so. Well, I know. That that was what I was getting to. Um, he, he It was... Uh, if it got when it got to a hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, we we won't get to we won't get to see that. So, yeah, yeah. real classy guy, John McAfee. Well, hey, <laughs> we can't. They can't all be winners, Chris. No, that and guy he, stinks, and, and he was not. No, may or may not have killed his wife, but uh, you know, whatever. We're not uh, here to be judged, jury, never. and or I think execution. it was a neighbor, but close enough. Fine, may or may not have committed murder. <laughs> there you go. Allegedly, it's all alleged. Everything's alleged. That's how we. That's how we do things. Uh, okay. Well, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, uh, actually, before we get to that, as as one of the people, as one of the people who I know listens to the show every week, um, what's your take on the direction of Underdog over the past couple of weeks? Oh, I enjoy it. However, it does get a little erratic time to time. Also, many shots at me consistently, <laughs> which is just just rude. Also, well, you don't hear the show, stuff we say pre-show. It's the sh- it's the show that I find myself screaming into my own headphones the most uh-huh. with answers to things that you guys are just completely oblivious on. Matt and I have never been oblivious to anything. No, no, no. How could you? Uh, yeah, it's just I I enjoy it, but that's just me personally, and I and I know I know you guys so well that it's just I can laugh along with you for for most of it. Yeah, it's uh, been a lot of fun, and uh, very different than the show that it was a year ago. I uh, yeah, I would say so. I, I <laughs> like. Anshu and I didn't talk about eagle murder very often. <laughs> no, but I did enjoy that. And it makes, but it does make sense. Literally, if they had just gotten a permit, then it's like, hey, we're going to murder eagles with these wind turbines. And it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. There would have been zero issues with the mass, uh, you know, the genociding of eagles throughout the Midwest. It's, it's actually insane. Yeah, Matt made me take some stuff out last week. I can only imagine. He may may or may not have uh, cut down the area of where he lives a little bit too close. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know the exact part that you're probably talking about, too, yeah. which makes it that much funny. There was a couple of lines in there that had to come out. Yeah, well, I can only describe so many restaurants located in front of our home <laughs> before before it gets a little too close for comfort. Uh, yeah, I'm looking think... at you, Olive Garden. Oh, Olive Garden, man. Do you have an Olive Garden near you? Kind of. Yeah, I, we've never been to it though. I don't think. You or if we to... did, we went we went once before we even lived here. What's your beef with Olive Garden? I don't have a beef. I've literally only been there once, and it was delicious. Olive Garden's <laughs> excellent. We had Olive Garden on Saturday night. 
yeah, I uh, I have I have zero problems with Olive Garden. I actually need to go to an Olive Garden soon. The issue is, is we go out to eat so rarely that we typically go to like local places and less chain style stuff. Just pick it up, bring it home. Uh, we well, could do that too. Yeah, then, get, get, you, get the curbside at Olive Garden. The OG to money. go. That's true. Yeah, I love how everything's curbside now. When it used to just be to go, like to go orders, like that was a thing. Well, I actually, <laughs> we got car. a little, you just, you're accustomed to it at this point because True. we went to, we went to a steakhouse that we really went to, we, that I think you and I have talked about before. Actually, I said I was going to buy you guys and get you guys a gift card and I forgot. I, I have to get on that. Yeah, we're uh, fine. No, I'm going to get you. I forgot about <laughs> it. Um, <clears throat> we, we went to Fleming's to pick up some food and uh, we called when we got there and we're like, Hey, do you guys still have curbside? Cause uh, you know. It's kind of a nice restaurant, and like we're not really dressed to come inside. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they appreciated that. Yeah, they they had curbside. They were good about it. Well, that's I do, that's at least uh, nice of them. Uh, where do you stand on tipping people who bring food out to you? Uh, I struggle with. I struggle anytime I have to go pick it up, yeah. regardless of whether I'm going in or. Uh, or someone's coming to my car. Typically, I'm going into a place. I don't. I don't think I've done many curbside food options. Um, man, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. I think it's really just this. It's just situational. Like I went to pick up. There's a, a rather large hoagie chain in the Philadelphia area. Uh, no, no, no free plugs unless I'm getting discounts. Um. Or paid, whatever, regardless. Um, but uh, there's one very close to me, and I like. Does they this look chain at start you. with a P? Yes. Okay. They they looked at me. They look at you every time when you go to just pick it up. Yeah. And like, here's my credit card receipt, and it's like there. I select no tip on the the machine, but when the receipt prints out, it still gives me the option to write the tip in. Right. So you know that they look at you when you hit no tip because they know where the, they know where that button is or that question is. <laughs> and when you just hit the red button, they're like, God damn it. So it's it's, you know, so then it's like, all right, I'll write in three dollars. Like, I don't know what to do here. Oh, I don't. I feel I feel like it's way worse than that. I find myself tipping like 20 percent when oh, I you are that's insane that's insane if I'm picking something up the max you're getting is five dollars regardless of the size of the order yeah like when I was when I went to Fleming's like we tipped 20 percent and that is not a cheap place to eat well I just don't know like who's getting that tip the the front person lady or is that being split between the people who cooked it like what is that yeah. If it was more defined, I'd probably be more comfortable tipping more in those situations. Because I am always 20% everywhere I go, regardless, um, you know, it, no matter what, it's it's 20%. Unless yeah. uh, unless I go to a, a, a local brewery out in, let's just say, let's just say out in, in the, the mat area. Uh, and mm-hmm. I have to... So you want to give the exact address? I could. <laughs> Uh, but I have to get up and go like to the bar to order a beer when I'm clearly at a table that like the server's been over. Yeah. And then food takes several decades to get to us. And not I'm not talking complicated food. I'm talking the one dude got chicken chicken tacos. 
The other man ordered a BLT. I ordered what probably took the longest, which was a buffalo chicken cheesesteak. This food took roughly an hour and 10 minutes to get to us, and I was furious. Yeah, that's fair. And my buddy, as we were getting ready to leave, was like, well, we got to leave a tip. And it's like, you know, 20%, 20%, 25%. It's like, no, buddy, I I don't want to tip this amount of money on a situation like this. I'm fine with it. The, The thing what annoyed me the most, like... Is I was with the complete opposite spectrum of pe- spectrum of people. One one gentleman absolutely did not want to tip legitimately almost anything. Yeah, 10, 12, 15% in that area. And the other wanted to go above and beyond and was like uh, adding up like 30%, really pumping up the the amount on mm-hmm. the tip here. Um and I was like I don't I really number one I really just want to leave number two like I don't want to listen to you guys argue over this they don't deserve a twenty five or thirty percent tip the service was at best mediocre like I could never do that again I would never go to that place again strictly because of how this this interaction went yeah so yeah I mean I but typically it's twenty percent across the board if I'm eating at a place but picking up. I I find it very difficult. I've left tips in the past, but it's it's never 20%. Well, and I feel like I never tipped prior to the pandemic when I picked food up. That I okay, I could see that making a difference. I could see that being a big a big factor. And in now now it's just like it's commonplace. It's expected. Uh, the it being expected is somewhat ridiculous. Oh, of course, it's 100% expected. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Sure is, Greg. That P place does $2 off certain sizes of hoagies. The Lingostown Pizza Hut. Uh, Dude, I would kill for a good Pizza Hut, man. When I lived in in Oregon, I had... You guys had a Pizza Hut? I I had the world at my fingertips when I lived in Oregon. I had a Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, and then also local pizza places that (laughs) That I would go to. That is the world at your fingertips. (laughs) It really was. Like anytime, my wife didn't travel much during that time for work, but if she ever did, uh, or she was in grad school, so like work would be, or she would have school and stuff like that, and, and projects and things all the time that she yeah. had to go to group meetings for and whatnot. So I, you know, dude, being able to order some sort of pizza and whatever I wanted, so oh, there's this new promotion to Pizza Hut. I'm going to try this. It was right around the time they were doing where you could really customize the hell out of the pizza from the crust to the sauce. To, like, they had all those different options. Ooh, I miss a good Pizza Hut, man. And there is not one that delivers close to me or even near me. Huh. I think there's one in Flower Town that you can just go pick up at. Oh, I know where that uh, is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't. Uh, I, that's that's a significant drive away for me to go get Pizza Hut. Yeah, I would have to. That's actually would have been the that was the Pizza Hut I went to when I lived in Pennsylvania. You would just drive down of Germantown Ridge. I forgot which one it was. You take the left to Chestnut Hill College. Yep. And then you just you drive it's drive right drive there. quick left and then you're there. Yep, that's exactly the Pizza Hut I'm talking about. And now that I think about it, I for sure on Tuesdays could get Pizza Hut like every day because I drive past it every day on the way home. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, they, they, but I, I wish I wish there was one that uh, that was closer to to me. It would be very it'd be very nice. But you know, think things they are what they are. Should probably be eating healthier anyway. Less oh, pizza. I, I miss a good chicken cheesesteak though. That's that's what I miss. 
Yeah, I mean, it always depends on where you go. Dude, so the Phillies game, and not to make it completely Philly-centric, but I hadn't eaten anything all day. I had meetings all morning, and I was taking a half day from work. Uh, I also had to get my hair cut, which, first of all, <laughs> you frauds. <laughs> going back to the underdog conversation. Yes, was it a risk to get my hair cut prior to going to the game? Absolutely. But come prepared, fellas. Wear a different shirt for what you're, what you're getting your hair cut and change in the car. Wipe yourself down with the shirt that you were just wearing and put a new shirt on, guys. Not that complicated. Just saying. Uh, and my haircut looked stunning. I, w- I, was, I, had, I had Jordans on. I was, I was ready to go for this game. Got down there. I was on, it, was, it was unbelievably packed, obviously, getting down to the stadium. Even though I was three hours. I left three hours prior to game time, two mm. and a half hours. Uh, but I was like, oh, man, dude, I didn't eat anything all day. Like nothing. Uh, got there, ate one randomly cooked hot dog in the parking lot, which who knows? I mean, I'm trusting... I'm trusting Mike's friends to make me hot dogs. I don't. This this it's was, amazing. It was we still a, alive. It was it was a risk. Didn't need anything in the stadium because every line was absurd. Like again, obviously it's opening day, so the stadium's packed. But getting anything to eat was just a complete nightmare. Uh, and then, like, so on the way home, I was texting my wife, who Friday is typically either homemade pizza night or occasionally will order depending on what it is, and she was ordering the pizza that day. I said, I need, if you could please, just get me lit, uh, just a regular cheesesteak. Just, that's fine, just a cheesesteak plain to have it so I can have something for when I get home because I'm dying. I got home, I didn't even put that thing in the microwave, and it was relative, it had, it had been delivered probably 40 minutes prior to me getting home. And it, just delicious, absolutely delicious. I, I don't think you could really get a bad cheesesteak around here. It's wild. Yeah, well, I proved last night you can definitely get a bad cheesesteak around here. <laughs> well, I can imagine out there is a little bit different. I got one, got extra cheese. It was literally like glue. I won't, There were, you know, digestive issues that went along with it. It was, uh, it was a, it was a real dream. I just don't understand how you can screw up a cheesesteak that bit. I mean, I because used it's, to... a, it's not the chopped chicken. When people do like the chicken chunks cheesesteaks, uh, it's not that. the same. No, yeah, you have to, it's got to be like the Steakum style, obviously better quality than Steakums, but Steakums you can make a mean cheesesteak, I'll tell you that. I can't, but I... You can, if you know what you're doing, you got a little flat top, one of them George Foreman guys, you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Throw some spam in there. Well, when I used to work at the golf course, dude, I I would, uh, I would... You know, I was a short order cook, essentially, with zero training, by the way, um, and really never cooked much outside of, like, you know, Elio's pizza in the microwave <laughs> um, for most of for most of my childhood. Uh, I could I can microwave a mean chicken patty, Chris, um, as well. But I uh, like we would be have the ability we'd have a staff meal or a lunch meal. And like, well, I worked there so I could kind of do whatever I wanted. Uh, so once a week, I would make a barbecue chicken bacon chicken cheesesteak, okay. and it was unbelievable. And it's all about having that that flat, like just steak thing that you can then chop up with the little utensils. Mm-hmm. If if you're not doing that to make a chicken cheesesteak, bro, don't even try. Yeah, don't even try. This isn't Subway. I get out of here. That square cube chicken. That's bullshit. What Jordans did you wear to the game? 
Uh, the Flint Gray Sixes. I busted out my uh, my laser blue Jordan ones for the first time ever at the uh, the the make believe family fun zone. <laughs> Look at you, buddy. Look at you. This is I've only worn so. First of all, how did they go over at the Make Believe Family? Oh, uh, well, I'll tell you what the 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 kid the the kid complimented one of the kids running one of the rides complimented me, and then well, that's all you need. Then tried to have a conversation about shoes when the decibel level was roughly the same as like multiple jet engines taking off. Yeah, and it was largely just me nodding and saying, "Yeah, right, I know." (laughs) Uh, yeah, you can't you can't do that. That's never gonna work. Um, I, yeah, I'll be honest. That's all you need though, is the one person that validates whatever you're wearing, whether it's shoes, t-shirt, hat, anything. If you get that one person to validate what you're wearing, it's all worth it. Everything's worth it. The day I break out the Kyrie Squidwards Uh and someone gives me a compliment on it, it's going to be the best day ever. I've never worn them. I've never even put them on my feet, let alone wear them in public. So the day it happens, who, buddy, let me tell you. Well, you know, most of the shoes I buy, I'm buying for a collection. But recently I've been I've been buying some wearing shoes, including the, the Laser Blues. I also, I busted out earlier that day, actually, for the first time, I busted out the, uh, the Air Max 95 Running Club, uh, the, the Photo Blues. Oh, nice. And they're, by the way, one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. Well, I, dude, I, listen, I, I had only worn this pair of shoes once, the ones I wore to the Phillies game on Friday, because I was going to wear my just crummy old Adidas crap shoes, like I just didn't care. Um, and then I saw what my, what Mike was wearing. Matt said what he was wearing. And I was like, you know what? I never wear these shoes at a certain point. Like you have to just wear them. Like yeah. stop, stop messing. You're you're not building a collection. You have four shoe boxes in your <laughs> closet. Like you're you're not a collector. You don't have the money to be a collector of shoes and resell things and stuff like that. So occasionally you can bust them out. They're not going to get that dirty. Um, some lady did run over my foot with a stroller oh. in the stadium, which I wasn't thrilled about. Yeah, but some kid no stepped on my Jordans at the family fun zone. Oh, well, I hope I hope you I hope you took it out on his parents and screamed on him. Uh, well, hey, listen, threw a mini bowling uh, ball at his head. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I put those on, but it, I only wore them twice, literally ever. One was the day that we came to do the inspection on this house that we currently live in. And two was to the Phillies opening day today. So it was a special occasion. That's, that's fun. Uh, yeah, the, I loved loved the Air Maxes. Uh, I, I thought the Jordan 1s were a little a little narrow. I have a little bit of a wide foot. I thought they were a little narrow. They're going to take the kind of shoe you're going to have to wear a couple of times, stretch out before it's real comfortable. But huh. all in all, the, six, the sixes were very comfortable. Pretty happy. Very comfortable to walk around and spend most of the day in. So I was I was rather surprised. I've you know I've said this before, but and I mean I guess you, for the experience it was worth it. But the Harden fives are the most uncomfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised. Dude, they're I'm narrow. I had a bunch of blisters afterwards. They they weigh a stupid amount. Yeah, that's. I mean. There's a reason why the the hardened shoes don't sell very well. There's a reason right? he doesn't wear them. Well, there's a re- yeah, well one because he's bad at basketball. And two, yeah, he's bad uh, at basketball. 
Yeah, terrible actually. If if we're being if we're being fair, mm-hmm. uh, very bad. Yeah, very really bad. really bad at basketball. Uh, probably should tra- probably shouldn't have traded for him. Bad at basketball. Ooh, maybe uh, we could get our, that Simmons guy from the Nets for him. <laughs> uh, man, all the shoe talk though. Now I'm gonna do the thing where I pretend like I care about shoes for like the next two months. And it's going to be – I'm going to just be disappointed by StockX or – not StockX, but the Nike sneakers oh, app and all those fun stuff. I missed on the – I missed on the, the SB Dunk Polaroids today. Like, I, I thought I was going to get them. I don't know why. I irrationally thought I was going to get them and uh, did not. That happens on there, though. I'm not surprised. I have not hit – on a on the sneakers app on a draw since the first ever entry when I got the Despy Dunk Hawaii's. That's kind of ridiculous. I'm like oh for twenty five uh, since then. Yeah, that's that's not good. I don't I don't enjoy what is going on with these shoes. The only I mean I'm looking I'm looking now at I I'm I'm bummed I missed these Jordan One Georgetowns. These are yeah. Well, don't worry, you weren't gonna, don't worry, you weren't going to get. I believe me, I know. Um, but yeah, those are yeah. The Georgetowns were a couple shoot. weeks ago. That was that was a that was the big release this month. Yeah, eventually, eventually, I will get a pair of Jordan ones just at some point. Um, it's just a matter of 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 when. I really would have just. I I really wish I'd just gotten the University Blues, but I was never going to get those. Something about that color. I don't know what it is. And a, I'm not, I would, the colorway is, is very nice. I would never pay $450 for a pair of sneakers I would never wear. I just, it's, it'd be ridiculous. It'd be ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The most expensive shoes on my list right now. Let's see. Highest bid. I have 11 bids on StockX right now. The Standard? Hi- the highest bid is 675 Whoo! I'm never going to get it. The shoes, the shoes are probably worth 2000 and All they don't right, well, ever get listed. That seems that seems a tad ridiculous. Yeah, those are sneakers. Those are the Nike SB Dunk clouds. Um other than that, nothing higher than like I have I have a a bunch of like low ball bids. If I hit them I hit them like the Dazzling Blue, the Yeezy 350s, the the Graphite Jordan 21s. The Paisley Brown Dunks, the Grant Hill Fila 95s, the Matumbos, which I won at one point and they got sent back. <laughs> they didn't pass. Uh, they didn't pass inspection at StockX. Uh, that's never good. Never, I mean, never. You know, good. you want the quality check, so. Well, you do. You have to have that, or else, it, or else you're buying fake shoes. You could just be like Matt, who there was some drunk guy at the game uh, on Thursday. Uh, or on Friday, there was some drunk dude, and he, like, it was probably, first of all, number one, early on, he was there with a kid, and, like, was sending the kid yeah. up to the wall, uh, or, like, to, up to the divider, but, like, Schwarber's not throwing it our direction, and the kid's not doing it. You're just making him stand there, like, awkwardly, and, like, the kid doesn't want to stand there. It's very obvious. Right. Like, stop doing that. Um, And then... At one point, it was after the A's had come back and made it somewhat close. Mm-hmm. He, like, walked up mid-inning. Like, we're not talking, like, oh, it's in between. Like, oh, they're switching or whatever. It's top to bottom or bottom to top of the inning. No, like, there's, like, a man on second, like, one out. 
And he like comes walking down from whatever row he was sitting in. Huh. And it's just standing at the plexiglass, holding a beer. Uh, shout out Ruby in the background. I'm sure everyone heard that. Uh, it's just standing in the middle of the row. And like, I don't know, he's mumbling to himself and just like not making any sort of sense holding a beer. And as he's walking by, uh, Matt just looks over at everybody. He goes, that guy has fake Jordan whatever, whatever is on, <laughs> like very loudly. It's like this guy clearly is wasted. Stop trying. To, I, I don't care if they're real fake. I don't care if he made them before he came to oh, the that's game. That's great. Dude. I'm so on uh, his side. Uh, yeah, but it, unnecessary for the time. That's something I would do. So, you know, I'm. I'm good with it. I guess. I, I, I don't find that. I'm out on that. We're good. We don't need to do that in, in a game. Oh, sure you do. Uh, I don't have to. Well, you're saying the uh, the University Blue Jordans, they're they're like over four right now. That's that's your that's your big issue. S- shoe. Yeah, well, I mean, really anything in terms of if I was going to if I was going to enjoy like if, if there was one. Jordan one colorway that I really like. It is the university blue ones. However, it's like four fifty. But you talk about you talk about like really anything university blue I'm in on. Those university blue fours are solid. Yeah. Um uh, even like the I think I, I don't know if it was university blue three, but there was a three uh there was a three that came out no, it was definitely the University Blue Threes, which were just so unbelievably crisp. But there's just zero. I, that Those are 500. I could yeah. never. Could the, never. The ones that I want, and I will own at some point, are the, the Amamanier Jordan 1s that came out last year. I think Matt had those and sold them. Oh, they're beautiful. Maybe he had the 4s. They're... they're I know. I think he. I think he had the ones for. No, I feel like he and I have had this conversation. But yeah, he he won. He got them in one of the whatchamacallit drops. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I can't oh, I remember. I'm, I'm really trying to think. Yeah, and I will. It's... I will own them at some point. Hey man, I, I get it. I get it. I if you're into the shoes, you're into the shoes, man. To me. I am actually in the I'm in the market for just a new set of like everyday sneakers. The problem is, is that everywhere you go, like if you go to like your regular stores, Foot Locker, Champs, like those kind of places, yeah, everything is unbelievably expensive, mm-hmm. like over a hundred dollars. And it's like, dude, I'm gonna beat the shit out of these shoes like it, quickly. Uh, so then you go other places that are cheaper, more discounted shoes, and it's like every one of these looks terrible, and I'm gonna look goofy as hell. It's either what do you that expect or to pay less. Well, not even there, but like everywhere, no matter where I go. Also, it may just be the fact that I'm a dad and I can't, like, I don't want to, I can't pull off random shoes that just, like, there's a giant Adidas, like, written across the front yeah, of it. What, is the, what does goofy. the dad part have to do with anything? I'm older than you are. I, I guess I mean old. I guess I mean old, not dad. I'm older than More you are, and I think it works fine. I think it looks goofy on me specifically, mm. not you or other people. But just, I just think it looks, I think. Like those types of like I don't I don't need all that action on my foot. <laughs> I don't know. I want the heat. <laughs> well, hey, if you're if you're in the, if you're gonna be in the kitchen, why not? I really want the uh, 
the Jordan 11 Columbia's too, which are are famously the shoe that Will well Will Smith was wearing in the last scene of The Fresh Prince when he was in the in the room by himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Is it 11? Yeah. The 11 Columbia's. Yeah, those are uh those are those are a pretty nice pretty nice shoe. Not going to lie. I need to figure out how to get a Jordan sponsorship. How do I do that? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll set you up with it. I got to You know what? I, I think I have a, I think I have eligibility left. I could go to North Carolina. All right, I'll figure it out. By this time next week when we come back to 55 minutes into the show, yeah. I'll have an idea. I I just need those 7 days to to get to it and I'll be committing to the University of North Carolina to be a Jordan sponsored athlete. All right. I mean, I look forward to if if ever there was a teaser to get people coming back, I think that's it. How does Greg get to North Carolina within one week? We're, we will find out next time here on You're Wrong and Here's Why. Uh, that's, been, that's been it for this week's episode. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time.